Equipment and Monitor, Section 6, 4 of 5, Electricity in the Operating Room. Electricity Basics. Electricity obeys Ohm's law, where electromotive force or voltage is equal to current times impedance. Voltage is the same with driving pressure, current the same with flow, impedance is equal to or the same with resistance. Electrical Injury. To receive a shock, a person must become part of and complete an electrical circuit. For current to flow, there has to be a voltage difference driving pressure across an impedance. Therefore, if a closed circuit exists, then exposure to a live electricity source provides an electromotive force or voltage that pushes the current through an impedance. The impedance can be you or the patient. An electric current that enters the body will exit the body along the path of least resistance. Consequences of electrical injury. Cardiac arrhythmias, nerve injury, muscle contractions, and diaphragmatic paralysis. Thermal injury, damage to internal organs may be more extensive than damage you observe on the skin. Macro versus micro shock. Macro shock is a comparative large comparatively larger amount of current that is applied to the external surface of the body. The impedance of the skin offers a high resistance, so it takes a larger current to induce ventricular fibrillation. Microshock is a comparatively smaller amount of current that is applied directly to the myocardium. The high resistance of the skin is bypassed, so it takes a significantly smaller amount of current to induce ventricular fibrillation. A central line, PA catheter, or pacing wires provide a direct conductive pathway to the heart, so it should make sense that they increase the patient's susceptibility to microshock. Macroshock, 1 milliamps. Threshold for touch perception of electrical shock, 5 milliamp. Maximum current for a harmless electrical shock, 10 to 20 milliamp. Let go, current occurs before sustained contraction, 50 milliamp. Loss of consciousness, 100 milliamp. Ventricular fibrillation. Microshock, 10 microamp. Maximum allowable current leak in the OR, 100 microamp ventricular fibrillation. Note the change in units. Electrical grounding. The electrical system in the OR are designed to reduce the risk of electric shock. This risk is minimized because the OR power supply is not grounded. The equipment is grounded. Um, power. Home. It's grounded. Operating room. Not grounded. Equipment. Grounded or ungrounded. Operating room. Grounded. While it may seem counterintuitive, the absence of grounding in the operating room provides a second layer of protection against electrical shock. For an electrical shock to occur in the OR, there must be two faults in the system. After the first fault, the OR power supply becomes grounded. There is no completed circuit and there is no shock. After the second fault, the circuit is complete and electric shock occurs. When you are at home, an electric shock can occur with the first fault. Line Isolation Monitor The line isolation monitor assesses the integrity of the ungrounded power system in the OR. It tells you when the OR becomes grounded and how much current could potentially flow through you or a patient if second fault occurs. The primary purpose of the LIM or line isolation monitor is to alert the OR staff of the first fault. This means the OR has become grounded. The LIM 
does not by itself protect you or the patient from macro or micro shock. If the alarm sounds, the last piece of equipment that was plugged in should be unplugged. The line isolation monitor will alarm when 2 to 5 milliampere of leak current is detected. Uh, all electrical devices leak a small amount of current. If the sum of all the currents exceeds 2 to 5 milliamps, the alarm will sound. However, there is no risk of electrical shock in this situation and no corrective action is required.